Welcome back to another episode of Henshin Time. I'm Jeff. I'm Ross. And today we are covering Kamen Rider Super 1. Not Super Mario, just Super 1. <laughs> it, it aired from October 17th, 1980 to October 3rd, 1981. I'm still not born yet. Nope. We're getting closer. We're in the 80s. The story goes... Kazuya Oki volunteers to undergo cybernetic surgery in the International Space Development Program in the United States in order to become an astronaut who can survive in outer space without the need for a bulky external suit. After a successful operation, he is given the codenames Super One. Before he can depart from space, however, the base where he received his operation is attacked by the Dogma Kingdom. Only Kazuya is able to escape and and determined to avenge the deaths of the scientists, he returns to Japan and is trained by a martial arts expert, Master Genkai. With this knowledge, he is able to transform into the powerful Kamen Rider Super 1 to fight the evil Dogma Kingdom, and later the Jin Dogma. Mm. That has a Sentai feel to it. Because, <laughs> was it Mega Ranger? It was something where... It was earlier something. I'm getting... Like an earlier Sentai season, where, so, they, where they were trying to make an like an exosuit. They just, didn't have one like that. Uh, Bioman. Well, not Bioman. No, bi not Bioman, because Bioman was. Bioman was. It was like in eighties. It was something in there. Mm. Either way. But Kazuya Oki is a member of the International Space Development Program, who became the Cyborg Kamen Rider Super One, also known as the Super Rider. The tight. The title character from the Kamen Rider series installment, Kamen Rider Super 1. This ha this actually reminds me of uh, Space Sheriff. Gavin? Se no, just Seasons. Space Sheriff. No, just in general. <clears throat> just in general, as far as Space Sheriffs yeah. go. Like, this reminds me of that. I think even some of them even started to cross over a little bit. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Space Sheriffs kind of and poked in here and there. Yeah, <laughs> Metal Heroes. It's poked in. Yeah. <laughs> Kazuya Oki is a hard-working man with a strong-headed personality. Aspiring to be an astronaut, Kazuya willingly became a cyborg of his own pure volition, hoping that doing so would grant his lifelong dream of going to space. When Dogma had attacked the space station, research laboratory, and slaughtered his friends, though, Kazuya became bent on revenge, deciding to use his powers to avenge all those that had, had died in the incident. Despite his anguish, however, Kazuya had never lost his sense of justice, always saving those in trouble. It's the opposite of the usual Kazuya that we know. Kazuya. Kazuya. But yeah, since the start of the series, Kazuya was already an astronaut, which shows how skilled he was in both mind and body. After getting cybernetic surgery and training under Master Ginkai to become a a user of the sincere Shaolin Fist, Kazuya became Kamen Rider Super 1. So that was after he got his training and yeah, the special arts. special martial arts style. He became a martial artist. Yeah. Transformation Belt Cyclone is Super 1's transformation belt, which allows him to transform into Super 1. Originally, he could not transform without the assistance of Professor Henry. But he trained himself and learned to transform by himself. 
At the time of, of transformation, the buckle cover part expands and the windmill rotates to take in wind energy and transform. Yeah. So we haven't gotten away from the wind yet. Then he has the, his bike, his V-Machine, is Super One's first bike, which can transform into the more complex V-Jet. This was first and to date only rider machine created by American motorcycle manufacturer Harley Davidson. In Kamen Rider Spirits, V-Jet was, maneuver, was maneuvering thrusters for use in space. Hmm. We also have the blue version is Super One's second motorcycle, which can cover rough terrain better than the V-Machine in Kamen Rider Spirits. Blue version has a rocket booster for space flight similar to its spiritual successor, the machine Massigler from Kamen Rider Force. I was just going to say, it sounds a lot like Forza's bike. Yeah. Because <laughs> literally, if you watch the opening credits... They show his bike getting on some kind of like launch vehicle yeah. and getting shot up in the little, we'll say space-ish. It's, it's good. And we got a couple of notes here. Common Rider Super 1 has the most rider kick variations of a single rider. This is most likely due to his martial arts training. In total, he has about 26. Yeah, Kazuya is actually the first rider who initially couldn't transform without external help. Super One is the only cyborg whose powers were not originally designed with the intent of being a weapon. He is also the only cyborg who has developed was developed by the United States government, specifically a fictitious branch of NASA collaborating with other international space programs. Mm. See, they're doing it. Why can't we? Right. I want a super armor. <laughs> well, I don't think we're there yet, but... Couple more notes on here. Super One, alternatively called S One in Comrider Spirits, by his fellow astronauts, and his cyborg conversion operation was called Project S One. S One, although initially designed and marketed with a, with the gimmick of swapping between five gloves, Super One's five hands are in fact arm tools, rather than true gloves. Should Super One lose access to all of the five hands for any reason, he would become armless. Oof. Then we've got <laughs> another character, Gengiro Tani, a senior of Hiroshi's and a friend of Shido. Tani owns the Blanca coffee shop that serves as Skyrider's new base of operations. Having lost his family to Neo Shocker in the past, Tani is eager to help Hiroshi take the organization down. There seems to be a weird trend that a lot of comrades use a coffee shop as a base of operations. It's incognito. It's unexpected. I get it. Because Ryuki has it. Build has it. Yeah. This one has it. It's all over the place. He later closes down his cafe and opens up a motorcycle rental slash repair shop and meets Kazuya Oki who at the point happened to become Kamen Rider Super 1. This leads him to mentor Kazuya in his fight against Dogma and Jin Dogma. Mm. A lot of Dogma. Yep. And now we've got the villains. The Dogma Kingdom. The Dogma Kingdom was an evil organization from outer space whose invasion of Earth was eventually repelled by Kamen Rider Super 1. This organization is a secret extremist organization Originating from Dark Nebula B-26, who are seeking to kill Super-1 and rule the Earth with their cyborgs, purging all those deemed unworthy of the Utopia. The organization was led by Emperor Terror Marco, 
Emperor Terror Macro, with General Murgle leading the monsters on their missions. Emperor Terror Macro Kaiser Crow. That just sounds so bad. You just might as well call him Kaiser Crow. Kaiser Crow. The leader of the Dogma Kingdom, an ancient-looking man who surrounds himself with bodyguards. The bells that hang down under his throne ring to announce his arrival and also serve as a means of discipline. After General Migril's failure to destroy Super 1, he transforms into Kaiser Crow to fight him personally. He succeeds in killing Benki, Master Genki, and all the disciples of the Sakishin Shorinkin Fist. That sounds really powerful and probably hurts a lot. Yeah, Sekishin Shuriken Fist. Before being destroyed by Super 1, Super Rider Moon Surface Kick. I'm glad they shortened that just to Rider Kick at some point. He possesses a weak point on the shoulder his pet crow conceals by perching on it until it, did, it betrays him, flying away to expose it and being revealed to have worked for Marshall Demon all along. Yeah. Like a guy named Marshall <laughs> Demon. Yep. Then we've got General Megaro, or when he transforms, Death Buffalo, the Dogma King. This guy's the Dogma Kingdom's only eminent chief. He was a human named Masato Okuzawa until, until an event five years prior results in his joining Dogma. He rides, he rides the horse Baraga and is a master of the sword. After all his subordinates are killed, he transforms into Death Buffalo to fight Comrider S1 and is destroyed by by Super One Super Rider Spark Kick. All I want to say right now is you got to look up these characters because their names alone just tell me, hmm, these got to be interesting characters. Commander Blue Demon. Okay, now he sounds like he's supposed to be like the mascot of a football team. A lieutenant who worked alongside Elkibus. He was killed by Super 1's Super Rider two-handed cartoon artery strike technique. <laughs> hey. Yeah. But up next we've got Dr. Geigen. This is the head of Dogma's Super Science monster production team. Among the monsters he created was Gani Gani. I missed the days when it was just Finster. <laughs> right. Dogma Bodyguards, as their name states, they won't let anyone get too close to Terror Macro. They are higher ranks than General Negro. Mm. Yeah, well, they're not as small as the Dogma Fighters, the Dogma Kingdom's foot soldiers, which we finally get foot soldiers. Scientists, these guys, they're scientists who wear the white gowns. So, like, yeah. that's their that's their, their gimmick. That's their motif. It's it's interesting to watch because it's just if you're looking from above, it's just a bunch of white shirts just running like Naruto characters. <laughs> then Jin Dogma was the evil organization which emerged after the Dogma Kingdom was destroyed. And the one that leads it. <laughs> I can't say this one. It's Marshall, Marshall Demon, Demon Satan Snake. Well, Marshall what is Demon the deal with the Satan things, man. So Marshall Demon. So That's in this, fine. the gimmick is they have a transformation too. Yeah, they can change. Change into a, like a so monster yeah. animal. Yeah. So his 
his role is Marshall Demon. Like, that's his main yeah. persona. Then he tr- changes into Satan Snake. But I mean, it, it's like Black Satan, Black General. It's like it's supposed to be evil of evils. Well, I mean, he, he is the master of terror macro and the leader of the Jin Dogma, a cold-hearted cyborg fighting fight who praises the glory of cybernetics. After his servants were killed by Comrade Super One, he transformed into Satan Snake to fight Comrade Super One. He is the owner of the Lightning Sword, and in, in monster form can have the eyes of his snake heads fire red explosive lasers. He was destroyed by Super One with his own Lightning Sword. Yeet. Shocking. But a little cuter on the side, Princess Yokai, who changes into Satan Doll, which is not cute. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a butterfly mask, she has no interest in Jin Dogma's affair. This preferring to giving her herself a co- cosmetic makeover, which she wanted to feel prettier. Yes. And her plan is any are seemingly innocent in nature, typically involving children. Uh, her monster form is a human vampiric doll that can shoot mental strings, enabling her to control her victims in the manner of a puppet. She was destroyed by Super One's Super Rider Horizon kick. He has a lot of kicks. 26, like we said. Commander Onabi, or Onabini Biniba. Onabini Biniba. <laughs> hey, at least he kept it close. A quick-tempered character wielding a flame-looking rod in battle and sometimes riding a horse. He's a horseman of the apocalypse. Jin fighter, Jin fighters in his command can sometimes turn into fireballs. Okay, in his monster form, he wields a scythe. He can turn one of his arms into a flamethrower, Kane Hosha. That apart from burning, can blind his enemies, and his shoulder is mounted with a bazooka used to perform the Onibi Bazooka Ho attack. He was destroyed by Super. Once Super Rider Horizon kick. Man, if the combat rider is going to kick you, get out of the way. So there's a theme here, right? And it gets kind of philosophical. You're going to get kicked? Well, no, no. The theme of the monsters. Satan. Yes. Rider evil. who rides a horse. All of these guys ride a horse at some point. Which I'm assuming. And they have their out. own weapons. And they're weird, like a balance. Which is in the Bible. But then we have Dr. Ghost, who is also turns into... Gold Ghost. I like his. Yeah. He's an eccentric figure. His monster form lets him hypnotize people by showering golden confetti in the air, which is called Ogan Ami, the Golden Rain. I take it back. What? He sounds like he'd be incredibly annoying. Just glitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like a pocket full of glitter. He's like, like, hey, you, confetti. I'd be like, ah. But this guy, he can generate holographic clones of himself far from far away. Said clones can fire blue plasma bolts that create actual explosions. One of his hands is a claw in monster form and human form. He is destroyed by Super Rider's Sky Continual Kick. Getting kicked again. Yep. Staff Officer Witch. That can't be good. Majoringa? Yep. A voluptuous sorceress, assuming mm. the form of Majoringa, she can telekinetically displace objects like rocks and spray corrosive pollen. She was destroyed fighting Super One 
with a lightning sword while praising Jin Dogma with her last breath. Then there are Jin fighters. The Jin Dogma's foot soldiers, who were brainwashed and upgraded from the Dogma Kingdom's Dogma fighters, foot soldiers have a silver mask and silver lions, and bodyguards have a golden mask and golden lions. Mm. Golden silver. Pokemon! <laughs> the fact that we got a guy that's throwing confetti at you. Ho oh. ho. I'd be like, I'm just going to kick literal you. Literal ho ho. I wonder how many times he got kicked. I don't know. Probably a lot. 26 times. Yeah, this this series is pretty good. I mean, it leads up, right? The the theme is that it leads up to fours. Not leads up to fours, but it, it's a, a successor. similarities. Yeah, there's it's a successor of fours. And you do, in fours, you do get kind of, I won't say a crossover, but you get, like, in the background mm-hmm. continuity, you see, like, United States space program. Yeah. In the background, which is like, oh, you know what? That leads back to Comrade Super One. And the funny part is that with Fours, Porze, that uh, he has some weird in- innate ability to connect to all the other writers. Like he's more of like, hey, you're my senpai, or I'm your senpai, because it's the whole school motif. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, good dude, but <laughs> kind of. Yeah, the henchmen belts as well, they get more advanced, for sure. Because this one, it not only, it's a turbine, like the other ones, but it opens at the sides. So it's not like he has to catch wind. Get it? But, but yeah, so it opens up at the sides, it closes up, and it's got two little, it's got a device on the on the bottom where he can hit, and it opens, and then it automatically spins, so... You're kind of seeing a little bit of an... You're seeing a lot bigger of an upgrade from the original Kamen Rider, Shin Kamen Rider, mm-hmm. you know, Henshin devices. So, we're getting more into... Not eh, winding. Yeah. Not having to be a pinwheel and be like, Wee! Look at exactly. me! <laughs> but, I mean, they started from that. I mean, I like the monsters, though. I, I really liked um, uh, the witch. The witch. The witch. It, not much changed in her monster form except her head and the fact that her cape would fly up and it would change red. That was about it. But like her human form, damn. You know, wearing what she's wearing, I wouldn't be fighting her. I'd be like, come to me, baby. And then she'd go, that's okay. Give you a hickey that kind of kills you. Let you suck all of this. <laughs> Man, you might not have it when you get done. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> she gone. Yeah, Dr. Ghost was goofy. He was just like... A picture a caveman, pale, and then like a doctor suit with a, <laughs> with a cybernetic claw. That's what that looked like. <laughs> That's his like regular form. And his monster form is even more effed up. Like just... Put a monster face on that and just give him black clothing. But overall, I mean, practicality, it makes sense. I mean, for the time that it was in, yeah, I liked it. We're still in the... We just touched the early 80s. Yeah. My, which, my most favorite character out of this was Admiral Majin. Majin Buu. He looked badass. So if he, if he merged with, with uh, 
general ghost. It'd be a Majin Buu. Me. <laughs> Majin. Food. Food. <laughs> but I think that's that's nine writers we've covered so far. Which our next Common Rider episode is Birth of the Tenth. Common Rider's all together now. Oh, yeah. Which. Uh, the special follows Ryu Murasame, the tenth person to don a Common Rider title as he fights against the, the Bedan Empire who killed his sister. Just mm. a little. Unfortunately, the special did not lead to Common Rider ZX's series, to which the franchise went on a three and a half year hiatus until the premiere of. Common Rider Black. Oh yeah. Which later became Common Rider Black RX. RX. Or and then now we have Black R Sun. I don't know if it was RX. It was something like that. Black RX. I just didn't know if we were just putting an acronym in there for. No, it was Black <laughs> RX. It was Black then Black RX, which was the sequel. Once we're done with ZX or this special, which is a big reason why Common Rider Black was recognized as probably one of the better Common Riders of the '80s. Oh, yeah, and it was our Master Rider. Besides Common Rider yeah. itself. But once we once we get through Birth of the Tenth and we go after Common Rider Black, we will probably bring you Common Rider Black, Common Rider Black RX, and Black Sun, so you get a... Yeet. Black, which we finished last, what, two days ago? Yep. Super good. Awesome. If you haven't seen it, watch it on Amazon Prime. Only on Prime Video. Yep. But it's really good. It's mm. worth... Probably some other sites on the internet that we cannot find. Yeah. But it's worth watching. If oh, you yeah. haven't watched it, go watch it. It's really good. I promise you, you're going to re-fall in love with Common Rider Black. And you're going to want to go... This is going to make you want to go watch Black and Black RX. Yeah, because it's got a deep story. Yeah. Very deep. <laughs> For ten episodes. Very deep. It's, it's the <laughs> While he has a deep voice, very deep. <laughs> it's the common Common Rider us adults wanted. Yes. Because their henchin is like... Every time that intro music kicks in, like even if my phone would have that as a default ringtone, I'd be like, all right, who's henchening? It's like, where's Comrade Black? Yep. But. You get a surprise henching too in that one, so. You get a third writer that never really appeared. No. Yes. But, but I'd still want, want that henching device. Oh, yeah, of not, course. Not to come out of me, though. Hell no. I would. <laughs> Wouldn't you could do surgery on me? Put like, that in my body. Like, blah, like, but I want, I want, I don't want Comrade Blacks. I want Silver Moons. That thing was oh, I'd, nice. I'd, I'd want. I mean, her hers was nice, but I would say Black Suns was cool. Yeah. Go buy the CSM. It's out. The CSM versions are out of Black Sun and uh, Silver Moon. And keep keep doing Comrade movies. Yate. Fresh dark. We movies. want them. Bring a funny one. Now, bring the dark. <laughs> you got Batman for that. The funny ones the funny ones are on the TV show. Watch that one. The Kamen Rider adult films like Kamen Rider Black Sun. Not adult like that, but Kamen Rider Black Sun. <laughs> Shin Kamen Rider. Those, Those are probably are out there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be an interesting weekend because that'll be Kamen Rider Black. It will probably be Friday, a Friday episode. Well... Probably Saturday, probably Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But stay tuned. And that's a wrap on another episode of Henshin Time. We hope you enjoyed geeking out with us as much as we enjoyed geeking out with each other. And we did. Remember, whether you're a longtime fan or a newcomer to the world of Tokusatsu, there's always something new to discover and appreciate. So keep exploring, keep watching, and keep listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platforms. It helps us grow and reach more listeners and keep the conversation going. And thanks for tuning in. And until next time, it's Hitchin' Time!